0: Hi, I'm Tally. Welcome back to Conversations on the Balcony. Um, I hope everybody had um, a great week per usual. Um, I actually had a pretty, I actually had a pretty good week this this week. I don't remember much. Y'all know if y'all been listening, I have absolutely no concept of time. But the fact that I don't, nothing pops up that's totally gone on my nerves. I think we are doing pretty good this week, and then we're going into fall which is my favorite time of year, especially living out here, cause well in Georgia, cause it gets really pretty. And I love scarves and boots and leather jackets and beanies and all of those. I like dressing in layers. I just feel like I look my best um, during this time of year. So just that being itself, and then time is gonna change and it's gonna start getting dark earlier Which most people hate, but I like it. Like, I like it that you, when you do decide to go out, you could wear, like, your hoochie stuff at, like, 6 o'clock, because it feels like it's 10 and you don't look like a thot. But that's neither here nor there. So, once again, I hope you guys had a great week. Um, This episode, um, I wanted to talk about my grandmother. Uh, Her name is Annie Ray King, and she passed away well she actually got murdered in 2017 and her birthday is this week on October 29th and I know I've touched on I never went into detail about her uh, but she was a huge part of my healing journey and I just wanted to honor her and talk about her because I miss her a lot and She's been on my heart and on my mind a lot and especially where I am now where I am just transitioning into another phase of my life and I really wish she was here so I can, you know, get some of her wisdom or when, you know, I get a little confused, I will always go to her. I will always seek counsel from her. And... I don't know, I just wanted to honor her for her birthday. So, she's a Scorpio. (laughs) And um, if you know my grandma, if I ever talked about her, I used to affectionately call her Goosey. And she was, if Jesus had a sister, it would be Annie King. She loved the Lord. She went to church all the time. She was a missionary, she was a mother of the church. Um, Everybody just adored her. And one thing about my grandmother is she could dress her ass off. Everybody would be like Miss King. She would have the hat and the belt to match and the brooch. and she didn't wear pants. She would wear like the cutest dresses or dress suit dresses and be dressed from head to toe to sit in a house, not to go anywhere. And my grandmother, she didn't believe in, like, lounge wear in the house. Like, if you woke up, you was up for the day. She didn't care if you woke up at 5 o'clock in the morning or it was 10 o'clock. When you woke up, you got up, you made that bed, you brush your teeth, you wash your face, you eat, you put on your clothes. And even if you're not doing anything, she just did not believe in, like, just being in the house. Like you could be in a house but you need to look the part and I definitely uh retreated from that because I don't even believe in wearing clothes in the house. Like I live by myself so if I'm here I'm more than likely make it and I might put on a shirt if somebody's coming over. Like you just gonna get what you get. You might see a booty cheek but that's just what it is. But uh my grandma she was really witty, really sarcastic and as I'm getting older I'm starting to realize that I get a lot of my sarcasm, my wit, and a lot of my personality from from her. Because she is a firecracker. Like, she will get you back and she could read you in the most sanctified and filled with the Holy Ghost way. And in a way, well, she'll say something really smart. But... It would be such a backhanded compliment, but you'll look at her like, oh my gosh, she's so holy that you will second guess it." Like, did she just read me for both? Like, did she just call me bad? Like, that was her. And um, a little bit about her. So my grandma, she's from Georgia. She's, um, they're from like the Savannah area of Georgia. And she and my grandfather, after they had my mom, and there's, you know, her siblings, they moved up to New Jersey during the Great Migration, um, you know, where a lot of Southerners moved north or move west, you know, due to segregation, better lives for black people. So they moved to New Jersey. Uh, I wanna say my mom was like three. So they moved to New Jersey and her and my grandfather, they were living in the projects. And my grandmother, she had went to, she got her degree, she got her bachelor's degree. Um, she went to Savannah, uh, so I think at the time it was called Savannah State College, but now I think it's Savannah State University or Savannah University. And she was a teacher and she also used to clean houses in New Jersey while, you know, they lived in the projects. And the house that she used to clean, it was a doctor, a Jewish family in Newark, New Jersey, in the weekway section. And During the time, they were having riots uh, in New Jersey and the projects, and so, of course, you know, she wanted something better for her family. So the house she was cleaning, they were selling it, um, you know, because they were ready to, you know, move on. And her and my grandfather actually bought the house that she grew up, or that she was cleaning. They actually bought that house, and that's where my my mom and her siblings grew up in that's the house that I grew up in that's the house that I would that was my grandmother's house and I didn't learn that story until I was an adult I think I might have been like 23 24 and that always stuck with me because it's like how tables turn like how do you go from you know taking care of a family cleaning up a house to actually owning it and so my grandmother she also uh Sorry about that pause. My grandmother actually um, continued school and she actually got her master's degree. And her whole life she taught special education. And I just remember my grandma, like everybody knew Miss King. Miss King was like everybody's grandma. And one thing that my grandma always taught me was to look the part. Like, Um, always look good, always, you know, put your best foot forward, be kind, be kind to people, um, even when people aren't kind to you. And I give a little pushback to that because um, I don't necessarily believe that you should be kind to people that aren't kind to you. I do believe that you don't have to deal with people that aren't kind to you. You don't have to necessarily go to the gutter with them, but it's totally okay to not deal with people that don't, um, that aren't kind to you. Um, so I wanted to tell some stories about my grandma. So when I was younger, one of my favorite books was this book called Just Grandma and Me. And my mom used to always read it to me, but when I would, uh, yeah, my grandma's house, how she used to read it to me too, and I used to be our time where it would just be me and her, and she would read to me. And I remember one day I was talking to her about Mother Goose, and I was telling her I was like, um, I was like, oh, so you're like Mother Goose? And she was like, no, uh, you could call me Grandma Goose or Granny Goose. And I was like, okay. So I used to call her Granny Goose, and then all of a sudden I just shortened it to Goosey. And me and her had a really special relationship. Like, we would talk every day as an adult. And she used to get so excited for me to call her. And she, we wouldn't really talk about much. She was just, when, one thing I noticed when people get older, sometimes they get discarded. Like, people find no use for them. But with her, I always just loved just talking to her. Even if she would repeat herself a million times, I just enjoyed our conversations and just knowing how when i would call her it would you know brighten up her day or she would call me every day around like 10 in the morning i would be at work and we would have our little conversations and i remember i think i was like twenty six, twenty seven, and my life was a little hectic at the time you know I wasn't obviously as established as I am now and I was in a space of I didn't know if I wanted to stay in Georgia I didn't know but like you guys know if you've been listening that moving back to Phoenix was just not an option so I was considering moving up to Jersey uh just to start over and so I went to go visit her, and during this time, I was going through this breakup with this terrible person, (laughs) and I was just really down on myself, self-esteem was like in hell, like it was just nothing there, and um, I remember I got in the bed with her, so I lay in the bed with her, and she was cuddling with me, and I remember I started crying, so she's like, what, you know, she's asking me like, what's wrong, what's going on, whatever, and so I remember telling her, um, you know that somebody didn't like me and somebody didn't want me or something like that and this always stuck with me and in the midst of me crying and she's hugging me she, she and we're in the bed and she looks at me so we're face to face, nose to nose and she asks me she said do you like you and so I'm, I took a step back and I'm like looking at her like I don't know I guess And she was like, well, you have to start there. You have to start with you liking you. And once you start to like you, once you start to love you, it doesn't matter if anybody outside of you likes you or loves you because you got you. And she was like, one of the most complicated relationships and ongoing relationships you'll ever have the relationship you have with yourself because there's no escaping it so every bad decision every you know every regret shame anything that you've done you have to face you every day and there's no escaping you and once you start to work through those things you will be fine and she said you always have to make sure that your home is fine Because anybody else that comes into your life is visitors. And that's stuck with me all the time. And whenever I'm in a space of not feeling good about myself based on what somebody else does, I always have to go back to how do I feel about me? Why does this hurt so deeply? Or why does this bother me so much? What people outside of me say or do or the rejection. And a lot of it is because like, you have to make sure you're good with you. So I always held on to that and I always honored that and I always appreciate that conversation. So same trip, my cousins uh had asked me to to go out with them. We were gonna go over to the city, we we're gonna go to New York. So we we're gonna get on the train subway so and head over to the city um to go hang out at a party. So my grandmother, keep in mind She's this church lady or whatever. So I'm getting dressed. So I'm having this little itty bitty black dress. Itty bitty. Itty bitty. And I got these thigh high boots on, just doing the most. I'm thinking grandma about to be asleep when my cousins pull up. So my cousin texts me like I'm outside. I'm like, all right, cool. So I'm walking, trying to walk past her room. Keep in mind, I'm not 16. I'm. 27 years old like i pay rent got a car like i have a whole life in atlanta but whatever so i'm walking out and i'm like bye grandma and i'm trying to walk out the door and my grandma's like taliba come here let me see what you have on and i'm like <laughs> <sighs> okay so i don't know how i'm gonna do this so i'm like oh no grandma it's okay i don't want you to get up there you know the outside she's like no no i want to see what you got on so I walked to her door, and I just peek my head in. It's, it's dark in there, so I just peek my head in. And so she's like, turn on the light, girl. Let me... Turn on the light, girl. Let me see. So I turned the light on, and I'm just barely peeking my head through. And she's like, let me see what you got on. And I remember she saw that whole outfit, and she, you would have thought I was seven years old. She was like, uh-uh. What you got on? Go put some pants on right now. Go put some pants on right go put some pants on right now. I'm like, what? Grandma, I can't wear pants. I'm already dressed. She's like, go put some pants on right now. You got that little dress on, blah, blah. And I'm like, oh my God. So I'm like, I don't have time to go change my clothes. So I'm like, all right, cool. So I go back to my room. I put some sweatpants on. Keep in mind, I'm looking real goofy. Keep in mind, I have on some thigh-high boots, this little itty-bitty black dress, and I put some sweatpants on over uh, underneath my dress with these thigh-high boots on. It just looks however you imagine it look that's what it looked like so I go and my girl was like that's a lot better and I'm like okay girl so I walk outside and my cousin's in the car and she looked at me and she was like girl first of all where you going with that on and I'm like girl grandma she she told me to put on some pants I'm gonna take the pants off apparently so we in the city and we just partying or whatever it's like five o'clock in the morning we end up at this tattoo place and we all decide that we are going to either get a tattoo, or a piercing, or something. So I ended up getting my nose pierced. And I remember I had went back. I ended up back uh, in Jersey at my grandmother's house the next day because I stayed at my cousin's house because I wasn't going to walk in my grandmother's house at 7 o'clock in the morning. So later on that day, I had ended up getting back to my grandma's house. So I'm trying to hide my nose ring because my grandma she didn't even have her ears pierced or anything. So I'm like, oh my God, like whenever I was around her, I just went back to being seven. So I remember I was trying to hide my nose ring and she noticed and she was like, what's that thing in your nose? And I'm like, what thing? She's like, that right there. And I was like, oh, you know, I got my nose pierced last night and I thought she was going to say something. And she was like, I like it. And I was like, really? And she's like, I like it. And I was like, Okay, so I'll never take it out. Like, it's just and I think it's so cute. You want to take it out to clean it. I'm like, uh uh-uh, uh, not this basic ass nose, but um, yeah, that was a thing. And so my grandma, she just meant she meant everything to me. And her whole life, you know how you meet someone and it's just something about them that just breeds love. Like she would go to shelters and like read to people. She would go to the hospitals and she would just visit people that she didn't know. She just felt that people shouldn't be alone and people shouldn't be discarded. And my grandmother, her whole life, she was just always abused. You know, my grandfather used to beat her up really badly and just people will take advantage of her and it just it makes me it makes me sad because why do really good people have to endure so much and the amount of strength it takes to endure all of that all the things that she's endured yet to still have such a good spirit because people turn better you know when people Deal with so much. They turn bitter. And. When I found out. About my grandmother. And the story about it. Like you can look it up. You can Google it. um, Annie King in Newark, New Jersey. And. uh, Someone. That she knew. uh, You know. Who had been like stealing from her. In the past uh broken the house and they wanted some money from her and when she told them no that she wasn't gonna give him the money they started becoming aggressive with her, trying to, you know, take her purse from her. And in you know, she's you know, fighting for her purse and he ended up just beating on her, like beat her to death and he Left her there, and um, my cousin found her. She, was, she had been laid there, she'd been there for like a day. And she, you know, she was at the hospital, and I ended up getting to the hospital, and she was, you know, alive or, you know, she was on machines, and then she passed a, a few days after that. And I remember seeing her and keep in mind, like my grandmother, she still drove. She lived by herself. Like she wasn't like someone that was confined to a wheelchair. Like she had a lot of life in her. She had her own life. She, you know, walked the. She, she was functioning. Like she wasn't someone that was, you know, sick or anything like that. And I think that's what makes me sad because she has so much life to live And I remember the last time I saw her was in a hospital bed and her face is all swollen and she's just all beat up. And I remember just laying there, like holding her hand and just talking to her. And she, she wasn't really responsive, but it broke my heart because it's like your whole life, you just got beat on your whole life, you know, and it, it it breaks my heart and one thing that I learned from that is to stand up for yourself and not take abuse and not let people overpower you or don't let your kindness be your your what what breaks you down don't let being so kind to others take from you, you know? And i learned to set boundaries and to not put up with bullshit from anybody. And I like, I love her a lot and I wish that she was here for me to to talk to her, for me to love on her, for me to laugh with her, for me to have her hugs and we just have this really special connection. We have this really special bond that, I don't know, it was just unshakable. And anybody that still has grandparents, like call them, check on them, take them to dinner or you know invite them over, cook for them, love on them. Because, and ask them questions like, There's so many questions that I want to know about my grandmother, you know, outside of her being a grandma, outside of her being, you know, a mom, a wife, like, who was she as a kid? Like, how was she? And it's like, I, I get information from like her younger brother, her youngest brother, my uncle, and I'll ask questions. But I wish that I had the foresight then to like, ask questions about her, learn more about her. And I don't have that, but I honor her. I'm so happy that I have her wit. I'm so happy that I have her sarcasm. I'm so happy that that I was honored enough to have her. I'm so happy that I, I come from that. I'm so happy that she... That I know her. And I just wanted to take this time to to honor her. And I miss her. And she was amazing. So if you could take anything from this, like I said, you know, check on your your grandparents, spend time with them, love on them, ask questions, you know, hell, ask your parents questions. Get to know your parents outside of your parents. Who are they before you got here? How is their personality? You know, um, those things. Um, so I just wanted to honor her and Take a moment to just say a little bit about Annie Ray King from Georgia, <laughs> and uh, happy birthday to her. So um, I do have a, a listener letter that I wanted to read, and so here it is. <clears throat> it goes, "Hey, <laughs> hey, Tally girl. My name is Joy. I <laughs> up with your podcast." Adikay, how I started following you, but I started listening to the the episode about who shows up for the strong friend, and I've been hooked since. I know you mentioned using sage and crystals. What got you into that, and also what is a really good crystal to start with? Well, Joy, thank you so much for uh, listening to the podcast, and I'm not sure how you found me either, but I'm happy that you found me, and I'm happy that you could connect to it, and I hope that you share it with other people um how did i get into crystals um well my mom she's just a hippie my mom she always would like incense and be into sage and things like that so i think it was just always around me when i truly started uh digging into it myself was super random um i had bought something from like an african store i think i got like some shea butter or something and in the bag the lady put this purple stone in there and i had saw the stone and i didn't know what it was i just kind of put it up somewhere and then one day um i was just in a weird space and i saw the stone and i was drawn to the stone that i never really dealt with before so i grabbed the stone and I didn't know what it was. I'm like, is this purple stone, whatever. So I started looking it up, like Google, like purple rock stone, and what popped up was amethyst. And so I started reading about what amethyst was, and I think amethyst is a really good overall starter stone. Um, amethyst is really good for finding balance. Uh, it's a protection stone. It's a calming stone. It's just like a multi-purpose stone. It's, I think, I always say it's like a baseline stone. Like anybody, like Amethyst is just like the go-to. Like if you don't really, it's it, it's not necessarily specific to anything. So it's just like, if you're feeling some type of way, you can, um, I charge my stones like on a full moon or I'll put them outside in the sun or sometimes I'll take sage and I'll sage it, um, set an intention. Um, sometimes I'll sleep with sage under my pillow, um, just to kind of help calm me down. Um, so sage is a really good stone. My, one of my favorite stones to use, um, I use clear quartz when I'm confused. Um, clear quartz is to bring clarity. Um, obviously clear quartz is to bring clarity, kind of help you see, see things through clearly. I use that a lot. Um, and when I'm fearful or I feel imbalanced or I have anxiety, I go to black tourmaline. It's a protection stone. Um, it's a very powerful protection stone. Um, I'll usually do it if I'm entering into something new that I'm, the unknown. I don't know about. I'll charge that. I'll have it with me. I sleep with that under my pillow as well. Sometimes when. I'm feeling really anxious or fearful or jittery or confused or even scared, Um, I'll put that underneath my my pillow. Um, With sage, um, there's quite a few. I use like a regular white sage. I also am drawn a lot to dragon's blood, which is also for protection. Um, But one of my favorites is Palo Santo. Uh, I like the way that it smells. It's really like a subtle smell. And whenever I clean up my house, which is like once a week, I open my windows, open the doors, and I'll sage my house while I'm saying a prayer, or um, you can say a mantra. I sage myself. Um, also, like if someone, if it's someone's first time coming to my house, and I know that they're coming over, I'll sage my space um, because. Um, The way my house is, is my house is very warm and welcoming, Um, it's done by intention, but I also don't allow a lot of people into my home, Um, and I like to set a space that whatever energy is already in here, like which I said is very welcome or very warm, I want other people to come into my house to add to the warm and welcoming feeling. Um, so I just kind of cleanse the energy. So whatever if people are going through stuff that it kind of stays out there And it doesn't come and disrupt what I have brought here um, and after like 2017 like when I kind of really Dug my heels into like healing that's when I really kind of started learning more about different types of stones um, different type of crystals saging, manifestation, meditating, praying, grounding myself, Um, also sitting outside. I was never an outdoors person before, but now I love sitting outside. I love being amongst the trees. I love just sitting outside, breathing, just, you know, everything is energy. And um, I just feel really grounded and really safe when I'm like sitting outside and there's like trees and the wind is blowing. I feel really good um so I would say maybe start off with like a amethyst um like I said a clear quartz oh also rose quartz rose quartz are um they call it like the love stone and it's to bring love self-love um you know romantic love it's it's uh um it's supposed to draw in in love so I'm thinking like if you wanted to get an amethyst uh clear quartz and a rose quartz, uh, would probably work really well. Um, then also if you go to like the crystal store, just go in there and whatever you're drawn to, you know, go to it. And sometimes people, it could be a stone that's used for something and some people use it for something else. Uh, cause that's what they connect with. So I think that might be something that you can, uh, get into. I don't know exactly where you live, but if you're in Georgia or in Atlanta area I usually go to this place called Phoenix and Dragons off of Roswell Road um I think that's like Sandy Springs or it might be Atlanta I'm not sure but I love that store the energy is just bomb in there so maybe go in there and find something um so I hope that helps once again Joy thank you for for listening um so I'm gonna go ahead and wrap this up Um, like I said, I wanted to do this for my grandma and just honor her and just, I love her. I miss her. And if you guys have grandparents love on them, they, they come with so much wisdom, so much knowledge and ask questions. Um, once again, connect with me on Instagram at conversations.on.the.balcony. You can also send me an email at balconyconversations at gmail. Once again, I'm just a regular girl having regular conversations that sometimes get uncomfortable, but I have them anyway. You guys have a great week and I will see you guys again next week. Bye.